Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the PCN Podcast. Welcome back. I'm Brazilian. Alongside me, as usual, we got AJ and Dorsey adding on to our panel today of lovely faces. We have the one, the only Ricky Royal, Hinkley, Fizzy, Kapue, and Boss Artillies. And before we get into this week's podcast, just like to thank our sponsor, Firoshi, for giving PCN the greatest gift it never asked for. Yay! Let's get into it. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into our discussion of the preseason cup from last night. Juventus did take another preseason cup. This is a specialty of theirs. We're able to win three one nil games in a row, their last three games, and won it all. But I think I'm gonna start off just kind of some of the four teams that kind of impressed me the most that you know maybe weren't expecting to go as far as they did. First would be Spurs, made it all the way to the final. Had shutouts in the first four games, only conceded the one goal and the one nothing loss to Juve at the end. So, Brazilian, were you there for that game last night? I sure was. In fact, I was kind of just perplexed by our whole run. So, we were playing a pretty unorthodox lineup in the absence of Will, our captain. So, you know, we were kind of like, okay, we'll play this first game and get it done with. We'll, we'll lose and crash out and then we can enjoy the rest of our evening. Turns out we won that. Uh, second game, we're like, well, I guess, you know, where are we going to go from here? Two games after the second game, we're like, well, I guess we kind of have to, like, go for it now. Mm-hmm. We were, we didn't want to play in it because it was getting late, but it just kind of worked out that we kept scraping by, like, with one nil wins until we met Ajax. Ajax was a different story, but we were playing, like, we were playing Bauer, who's one of our goalkeepers at striker. He bagged a hat trick. It was just kind of all over the place, but it was fun. I'm really looking forward to this season. This group of guys is pretty great. And so the next thing I kind of want to touch on was Ajax. I think you outplayed them on the whole, and they got a couple. I think they just kind of went forward at the end. You got a couple late goals to make the scoreline worse than it was. But they beat three Super League teams en route to a semifinal appearance. And one of those teams was my team this for the season, Manchester City. And it was a pretty even game. They got a couple chances that went in, and we couldn't really argue too much about it. This is so I exit a lot of a lot of the guys who were on Chivas last year in Super League who scraped by in 16th. Just kind of they they played with like six or seven or eight a lot of times, and they had a full 11 last night and seemed so much more organized, so much more just sort of like had the idea of what they wanted to do, and so they kind of put themselves on the radar a little bit last night, getting all the way to the semifinals. I think. Third team I wanted to talk about was Barcelona. They had a really good performance last night. They beat two teams that got promoted last year from Division One in Bayer Leverkusen and Inter Milan, and then lost a really close one nothing game against River Plate in the quarterfinals. So shout out to them. And then the last team is another team that made it to the quarterfinals, and that would be Hinkley, that would be your AC Milan, beating Atlanta, Monaco, and then another tight one nothing loss to a Super League power in Juventus. So how would you rate your performance last night? Especially, like, recently, we've kind of lost some players on our team. So we've kind of had to not really struggle to put a team out, but kind of struggle to get chemistry and find the right 11, I would mostly say. Because we have, we have players. It's just a matter of finding the way that best fits us. And last night, we went with a formation that we kind of didn't really know if we wanted to try, tried it. And, like, it shows we played strong defensively, but the attack was really what kind of hindered us in most of the games especially in the Juventus game as we gave up the one goal that was sloppy and 
we just weren't able to get mount anything in the attack really the rest of the game. That was kind of my just general thoughts, teams I was impressed by that maybe you wouldn't expect as much as they did last night. So anyone else who played in it last night, if you have any kind of insights into your team and what happened, you know, good or bad? Just want to say big ups to uh, Hank Lee and AC Milan. It was a good match. Yeah, I agreed. It was a great game. Anyway, so that was our preseason cup last night. I had a lot of fun playing and then being able to watch the last couple hours. So thanks everyone who showed out for that. Everyone showed up and played, which is always good to see. We will go ahead and move on to our Super League preview. So we're just going to go alphabetically. It'll be the easiest way to kind of go through it. Leading off, we have Arsenal, who are coming in this season with Edgar Eleven Ramos as the manager, who managed last year's Ajax in League One. He brought a lot of the same team from last year back, and then there's also, of course, some new faces, and it'll just be interesting to see how they get on up in the higher league and, you know, how they can adapt to that. So Ramos is actually a late arrival here, and Ricky is, fortunately, Ricky has dropped out because it is hopping over there at Gizmos. But anyway, we got Ramos here. So, uh, Ramos, what are your your thoughts on Arsenal right now? So we got about half the team from last season. We've added some nice additions to the team. Team is looking good again. The cup isn't exactly what we wanted, but it's all right. It's just a cup. But as far as the team goes, we're all on the same page. You know, we're playing. You know, it feels like we're really clicking. Other than that, which is because it's going to be a fun season, and we look forward to to fighting and contending for the title. Yeah. So, do you guys? Do you think everyone's ready to make that step up in the Super League? Oh yeah, definitely. Everyone's so excited just from even from last season when the cup. You know how we took out several Super League teams. Everyone's ready. They're excited. They want to go out there and, you know, be the best. For you guys who played against them last year when they were Ajax, how do you think they're going to fare in Super League? Ramos always builds a core group of players, and he gets the right people, I think, to complement his play style and the style he wants to run. And from, from when my experience playing them, they're always a pretty solid outfit. You know, the the result last night might not have truly reflected uh, their ambitions or their, uh, like, how they were going forward with it, but I, I think they're going to be a good a good shout in the Super League this season. Yeah, Probably I agree too. Table. Just with Ramos, he tends to put a good team together, and then they get stronger. So it wouldn't surprise me if they made a run. Next team up is going to be Atlanta United. Got a couple people here with some expertise on them tonight. So Boss Ortiz has taken over from Vaccine, who's now a co-manager, and it's it seems to be some of the same core from last year. Obviously, some new faces. I think the two biggest additions they just made were Swifty from Man U and Snowboarder from PSG. So to me, this looks like a team that can definitely challenge for top four, top six. How do you guys kind of rate your chances? Where do you think you're going to finish? Definitely in the top five. Uh, we just have a good group of guys. I think every day we keep working harder, get closer to wins. You know, unlucky preseason cup, but, you know, it's only preseason. we got to see what happens in regular season. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, good group of guys, and we all, you know, we got some chemistry going down, so. I think I think we'll make it there, top five. If there's any kind of weaknesses, any anything that could maybe hold you back, like what do you think that would be? Our attack. We just need to get more possession. Strikers need to finish. We need to put numbers on the board. Yeah, I agree. I think it has something to do with, uh, you know, FIFA 19, and everybody's just kind of adapting to it. It's a little bit different, especially when it comes to attacking. Last night when we had the games, you guys definitely was not a 
very open game on either side. It was pretty 50-50 throughout the whole entire game. And honestly, no matter if we won, you guys won, I feel like that game could honestly have just gone either way, no matter how it was. Because it was, I feel like defensively, we both just played very, very strong. And on the attack, we were just shutting each other down the whole time. But yeah, so, I can agree to that. That's a yeah. good statement. So next up is Bayer Leverkusen. It's very similar to last season's champions when I was looking at their team today. The biggest difference is just a change in manager. Uh, Rio decided to leave after the season, and Darcy took over. The big additions, I think, this season for them outside of the team are going to be Crack and Misfit. And it's another team, I think, kind of like Arsenal and really all the four teams that got promoted. I think they're going to be in an area where you know, they might think they're going to finish top four, you know, maybe challenge for a title. I think that's a little... A little much your first season in the, in the next league up. But I think that all these four teams should really do well and compete at this level. And I think they proved that last year with their some of their performances and friendlies and just whenever they got into cup games against the, the Super League teams. All right, well, moving on down the list, Bayern Munich. Alex is officially taking over as full-time manager this season after he was helping Ricky out last season. A lot of new faces in there and, you know, Alex is a notorious recruiter. He'll get, you know, if someone's not cutting in one week, he'll get someone in the next. Whether they work out or not remains to be seen, but he's always going to chop and change until he finds something he likes. So I think he's going to rely on veterans like Meat Train, Piro, Ionator. He's a guy who's been playing for a long time to kind of help him out. I think I think mid-table will be a good result for them. I could see them, if things don't go well, kind of like last season, slipping into a relegation battle. But, you know, I do wish my old team well. Yeah, there's a there's there was a major shift in Bayern, at least. The the thing that I'm curious to see going forward is that now that it's a new FIFA, like, what will change, you know? Because last year uh, we talked a little bit about players that, and to be, I guess, washed isn't the correct word, but players that, you know, like, didn't adapt properly to, like, that level of FIFA, that, that style of play. Maybe this year it'll be different for them and they'll have, you know, better results. Some of the players that thrived earlier in PCN's history, maybe they'll start coming back up again. Who knows? The Not the next team, but the team after that, we will talk about have a lot of the same kind of players. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, before we get to them, uh, Benfica. Bidon is in charge once again, bringing them up last year from League One. And to bring bring it's a lot of the same team that finished so hot in Division One. Last season, they basically became a team after the, the third game day, and after that, finished as hot as anyone in that league. And so, I'm really curious to see how they do with another newly promoted team that should, you know, could finish anywhere, I think, from top six-ish to just kind of mid-table. Last season, the three teams that got promoted finished 8th, ninth, and 10th. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that in your first season in the new league, so. If I could say one thing, is that uh, playing with Louis the past two days, believe it or not, he looks better than he did last year. So that's kind of a scary thought. Next team up, which is the team I was just kind of hinting at, is Chelsea. So Panic is going to manage. He is unretiring, and he is bringing back just a straight old-school PCN team. He's got the combination of Medic and Arambe. He's got GC the Reaper, General Vels, Mexican Jedi Tony, just a bunch of guys who've played a lot of PCN. My biggest concern with them right now is they're just kind of, they don't have a full squad. You know, if they struggle to have everyone show up on game days or a couple of those old guys don't adapt as well, 
it's a team I think that I think mid table is where they likely will finish, but if things don't go right, you know, maybe a little bit lower. We'll see how they do. Next up is going to be that last newly promoted team in Inter Milan. Valley decided in the end to return as manager and bring back a lot of the same squad, similar to Benfica. And what's curious to me to see is that they started last year so strong and the defense was so outstanding. And as the season went on, they faded a little bit, were able to get promoted, but it'd be interesting to see if they can kind of push on and, you know, really impress people or if they're going to maybe slip into the kind of mid-table area for this first season. Didn't they lose part of their back line last year or was it intact all year? So they lost Dan and Spurs to Leverkusen in the last, like, two weeks of the season, and they weren't the same team in the end of the last two or three weeks. But, you know, they have had how many months to kind of figure those things out. So, you know, I wouldn't doubt them. Next team up, I think, is most people's favorite at this point to win this league's this year's title. Juventus look as stacked as they ever have. The biggest change for me, though, is just it's it's the change at the top, though. It's dad job becoming manager, Italiano, taking a step back this season. So big shoes to fill there, but the uh, the core of the team that's gotten so many good results the last few seasons is still there. And I really can't even mention all the great players they've added. It's in every position in the field. You know, they've got like 24 people on the roster. All those players are capable. So they're just, they're looking like the top dog. They look like they're really hungry to get back on top after a season where they finished fourth. And I don't know, I'm a little bit scared to play them. How about you guys? Man, and Juve's looking super stacked, but... It'll definitely be interesting to see how they pan out all season, you know, with so many top players. And I don't know. I feel like after Spain kind of proved the point that, like, it doesn't, good players don't mean toxic. I just think at this point, like, not to call it early, I just, I would think personally that Juve are currently one of the favorites. I think in an international tournament, it's only two or three weeks. So, you know, yeah. it's not going to be as bruised. This is a two month season. So, I don't think it's necessarily going to happen, but you know, there are. I'm assuming at some point there will be players that are like, "Hey, I thought I'd be getting more games, and that could be an issue." The thing that maybe just from last night I noticed was they weren't blowing people out of the water. They were beating everybody by one or two goals. They weren't scoring a whole bunch, and you know, maybe that's just an early season thing. But it'll be interesting to see if maybe they, their their attack does have a few issues gelling at the start of the season, at least. But their defense right. is as solid as, as hell, dude. I wouldn't really uh, discredit them. I think they have a really great team. Um, I'm really excited to play them to see what they're made out of. Hopefully, you know, they're good as they seem to be and don't crash and burn. Just hope everyone can keep keep up in that uh, league. We want to be competitive in this league. We don't want uh, Warriors against, you know, like the New York Knicks. We want good good teams going against good teams. Yeah, so looking forward, I think everyone's looking forward to that challenge of playing them, and they're going to have the eyes on them and the target on their back all season. So we'll see how it goes. Next team up is going to be Lazio. So Online Ace is moving over from Roma to manage Lazio this season. And got to be a little brutally honest, it's looking like it might be a bit of a tough season right now. I know he's struggling to get people on. I think he's only got like six or seven signed right now. And two of his kind of longtime stalwarts that have been with him through those three seasons, the last three seasons, were Albino and Lucid, and those guys are both gone now. So 
There's people who have different opinions about Ace, but I, the one thing I know about him is he cares about his team, and he's going to do what he can to to get the pieces in. And so right now, I think they're a team that may be facing a relegation battle, but, you know, you just never know. They surprised some people last season with some really big results, and curious to see what he does filling out the rest of that roster. Next up is Liverpool. Rowdy, once again, is going to be managing them for the third season running now. It's another team that has returns a lot of the previous season's core. And for me, there's just maybe not enough depth or new kind of top flight additions to really push on from where they finished last year in mid-table. So that's just kind of where I expect them to finish this year as well. Next team for me is is probably one of the two biggest wild cards for Season 9, Leon. So Leak is back again for another season. This is going to be his fifth season in charge of Leon. And he kept a few of the core players from last season's disappointing, I think, 12th place finish. But he's got some new, really good players in there. He's got Albino. He's got Phil the Fish, Criminal Vidal. He's got Pep. This is a team I think they could finish in the top six. I think they could finish mid-table again. Just a lot of it's going to come down to how that team gels. It didn't gel that really last year, but we'll see how it does here in Season 9. Brazilian, have you been talking to Leak or looking at their team at all? What do you think? I actually helped uh, Gurk Daddy find a way on. I think, you know, they've got a, a good-looking team now, especially now that Phil's done uh, his part, I guess is the nicest way to put it, of uh, bringing some top-class players to that team. So maybe this is Leon's revitalization season. You know, a lot yet to be seen, but I like to see teams do well. It's one of my former teams, so and I like Leak a lot. Leak's a good guy. I feel like he's been a bit unlucky in his managerial stint, so if he can get some good form this season, it'd be good for him. I agree. And next on the list is my new team for the season, Manchester City. So Last King, who was last year's Arsenal manager, brings... I think it's maybe five or six of the same people from that team are going to be coming over. And it's kind of the, we're sort of the international European team for uh, season nine in Super League, at least. Uh, we got people from all over Europe. We got like four or five Americans. Just an interesting mix of people so far. And that's that's kind of where we're struggling a little bit is we haven't played a bunch together, all of us. Chemistry isn't quite there. We added some big players. Fozzie's on board. Unix is on board. You know, hoping that Gaston comes back at some point. So I, I think for us, we know the talent is there. If, if things come together, we can definitely push, you know, maybe make a title run. Definitely going to finish, I think, in the top half, you know, top six, hopefully. But it's just going to come down to how the chemistry goes, how we gel as a team. The talent is there. I, I, you know, I believe we'll get it going. Just might be a little slow to start. That's kind of my biggest worry with us. And then moving over to the other side of Manchester... We got United, and so Magic is once again returning with B God up top, last year's deadly strike duo. Trying to improve upon last year's third place, but that may be a little bit tough this season. They lost some key players in the offseason, did add a couple quality additions in Fencing Guy, Cream Cheese, and a few others. So I think this is a team that's definitely going to challenge for you know top four, top six, and I think just seeing how they kind of replace those people and kind of push on from last year's kind of disappointing end will kind of determine where they end up this season. Anybody got any thoughts on them? either Manchester club? I've actually been following City, seeing you guys' signings, and it looks like it's going to be a very nice stack squad. But I haven't seen you guys play at all, I think. So Yeah. that's kind of what I'm like, ugh. 
see how that goes. You know, if we get the chemistry, we get the gelling, we figure out a formation and a system, you know, I, I think we can go really far, but we just, there's things to work on right now as the second round exit to IX shows from last night. Yeah, definitely. Next team up is going to be New York City. Another mid-table team returning their managers and a lot of the same team. Team that finished eighth last year, I think that's kind of around where they're probably going to finish this year. It's it's a solid squad. I just don't know if they have kind of the the proven high-end talent to really push on from there, but it's a deep enough squad. It's well-organized. I know those guys know what they're doing, so I'd expect them to be around in the same area this season. Next is going to be Orlando, who unfortunately, we're not going to really see a true title defense from them. J-Way and the rest of his gang are not going to be coming back. Some of them are going to be playing still the season, but J-Way and others are not going to. So Vision was actually just given manager, I think yesterday or the day before. So he's just got a tough task of trying to recruit a team here right before the season starts. So, you know, they're also another wild card, a team that just depending on how recruiting goes, you know, they could surprise people, finish a little further up. But, you know, for now, I think with them having such a late start on recruiting and having such a small roster, it seems like a team that maybe just will end up in a relegation battle. But, you know, you hope, you, I hope Vision can get things together. Vision's been going pretty ham last 24 hours trying to get players. Yes, he has. <laughs> Next up is PSG, who. Another longtime manager and stay high player is returning, but just like the last two or three seasons, just more and more of his top end players are deciding to to leave and go to other places. And this is after their worst finish under stay high. And so fencing and snowboard are two of the key players in his team's last couple seasons are now gone. Hopefully players like Feroshi and Stride can help out. But I know he's been still desperately trying to get a CDM center back, maybe a goalie. So at this point, I think probably mid table is where they're going to finish finish again. I just I just see too many departures every season for them. So it's really tough to deal with, I think. And next up is probably the other kind of neutrals favorite for the title um, in River Plate. It's a bit of a new, it's it's some of the same people from last year, but there are also a lot of departures, but then there are also at the same time, there's a lot of quality new faces, you know, proven guys like Evan, Jigsaw, Eric, Peanut, Gummy, Twinkie. I mean, that's a lot of really good players to add to a team. So it's really going to come down to, I think, how Thon does managing. You know, there's been mixed reviews on that from people in the community. And I'm really excited to see how they come together, though. They've They've lost... You know, it's it's going to have to come together for them to really come and challenge Juve. And I'd just be curious, you know, after the collapse of last season, for the guys that were there for that, you know, how do they respond? How do they come back stronger this season? So any of you guys think that River Plate can really make a title push this season? I think so. I, River Plate, a lot of them play a lot pretty often. I play them on a daily basis, but pretty consistent. And they always give us a pretty tough time. They're a good, good group of players, and they play pretty often together. So, definitely be interesting to see how they how they play throughout the season. The end of their last season wasn't the way they wanted to end it. Obviously, an inspired performance from Orlando as well helped them secure that. But I think River Plate might be coming out, you know, not as strong, but still strong. Just maybe not as strong, but with a vengeance. I think the vengeance might be what drives them to play at a higher level than they might have, or I guess to pick up where they left off 
on their best foot instead of where they struggled to pick up the points in their final run of games. There's just like a new dimension to them. I think, I don't know, watching them last season and watching them this season, it's just there's, I don't know, the attack is different. They, they attack much much better this season, much quicker. They have a lot of creative players. There's just different this season. It's going to be interesting to see how, you know, how they, how they play this season. I think while Kessie was amazing last season and he's now with Juve, losing a player like that never is a good thing, but I think they were just so reliant on him last year when he wasn't around towards the end of the season a little bit. They didn't they didn't have a good plan of how to attack. And so I think this season, you know, Eric is coming in to help replace him and you know, if if the rest of the attack is just better on the whole, even if no one player plays as good as Kessie does, I think the, the I agree with you. I think that can help their attack out. Almost done with our Super League preview. Got a couple teams left. So we have Roma, so Mojado and Reado, who helped to run last season's Chelsea. Bringing some of those players with them over to Roma. Got some fresh new faces like Splinter and Sign Diver. It's a team that I think is going to be pretty satisfied in the end with just a fun, kind of easygoing mid-table season. You know, everyone I think always has ambitions higher than that, but looking at their team, the depth they have, I think it'd be a, I think it'd be a tough ask for them to finish much higher than that. Second to last team, Schalke. So this is I think uh, next to Lyon to me is is the biggest wild card in the entire league because this is the only team that's kind of a brand new to PCN team in the Super League. So there's a few players that have a little bit of experience, but there's a lot of new guys, and so. You just never know when, when you get a team that comes in with people who haven't played in the league that a lot of people don't even really know outside of that. So, you know, they could finish anywhere in the league, really, just because they're such an unknown. And I don't know if any of you guys know them, ever played them, or have any thoughts on them. So I've played with uh, most of those guys on that roster pretty often, and they're a pretty good team, and they definitely know how to attack and defend pretty well. So I, I see them being maybe one mid-table, mid maybe top. But they're a good team. Um, can definitely hold their ground. So it'll be interesting to watch them as well. And then last but not least, we have Young Boys. So Bone is going to be the new manager taking over from Fozzie last season. And the Bauer brothers are finally together at last. <laughs> they're going to be playing the season with Young Boys. And it's to me, it's a lot of interesting parts. And I'm thinking somewhere in mid-tables where they'll end up. But... They're kind of the, one of the teams I'm, I know kind of the least about how they're going to gel and play, so I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. Let's go ahead and move on to League One. Brazilian? League One! You know, I was a lot more optimistic about the season before y'all bunkheads decided to move Minnesota up. <laughs> but that's none of my business. But, you know... I'm really looking forward to League One season. It's a new opportunity. A lot of people are kind of jumping, not jumping ship. A lot of people are wanting to test the waters and see what it's like in the lower leagues. So, uh, you know, as far as my team goes, Spurs, I think we've we've set up pretty well. We've got a good pool of players. And I think, you know, here going forward, we should be contending for top, three, top four, hopefully, hoping for promotion, I'd say. 
Anyone else? Like, AJ, what about you? Like, what about your team? Shoot, man, our team, Jesus. We chose to lose the first game. We had a very busy night. Uh, we had to go out and meet politicians and do whatnot. So we had no choice but to lose the first game. Um, we lost it against a very good Roma team with their whole whole squad. Uh, we'll see how it goes. All I can say is that we've got a lot more players this year than we had last year. We're having to tell people you're not playing tonight, you're not playing tonight, you're not playing tonight, which can be a little disconcerting, but uh, the core group has just gotten gotten better. So I'm actually just more looking forward to who we're going to play against. I don't think we've played a League One team yet. Every team we've played has been a, a Super League team. I'll talk about uh, Milan a little bit for AC Milan. Um, we're, I mean, Quad is one of the original Milan guys. I mean, we definitely have a lot of new guys brought in. Like, I, of course, I played with Quad, and we have a couple of guys we brought over from Porto. But the majority of the team pretty much are guys that have never played together. I mean, we have Chronic, Cozy, some guys in the attack with me and Quad who never played with each other before. So it's just a matter of us gelling together, hopefully, as a team. And like AJ and like Brazilian, we're just hoping for – we want to hopefully aim for a top four and try to get a promotion spot as a team. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. I think Minnesota, like you kind of mentioned Brazilian, they were scheduled to be a league two team, but it was really looking like they were just going to absolutely like just destroy that league. And so Jakub and Chubbs were wondering if they could get the move up to league one for the season. And we decided to let that happen. And so I think I think Milan, Minnesota, and Spurs to me are the kind of the three title favorites. And I think behind them, I think the teams I'm looking most forward in promotion are going to be Napoli. I think Ajax, Atletico Madrid is putting together a really nice squad. Uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, and I'm looking forward to see those two play because it's Barcelona, Real Madrid, but it's also K City and it's King Smurf who had a lot of beef last season and. League One, I love when there's beef going on because it makes it that much more fun. <laughs> uh, Milan and Napoli's gotten some stuff going on, so you know. I don't even know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking. Keep an eye on Dortmund, their sleeper. Napoli's gonna take it. I can tell you that now. All right, Napoli's gonna take their spot to stay in D1. I'll put it out there now. Stay in D1 or win D1? Staying, staying. <laughs> win but stay. <laughs> exactly when do we know we can stay and then we'll discuss so you mentioned Dortmund so I know they just got a new manager what do you Sorry, Tiger. yeah so uh, I recognize yeah. I, know he's, I know he's been around so do you know the kind of squad he's putting together I don't but I know what he's capable of putting together he brought me into the league a couple seasons ago and when he brought me in team was pretty good it's just we were like fourth place I think third place once he stepped down maybe three-fourths of the way he was just having trouble getting people on but even then we still fought with Pete we still fought you know we got fourth place so I know I know he's definitely capable of bringing in good players I'm excited to see what he can bring back to the table because he hasn't played in about two two and a half seasons now so then there's just the rest of the teams in the league I mean some of them are just still recruiting some of them just got given managers you know earlier this week or last week and so there's just a little bit more unknowns. You know, most of the teams in Super League were returning their managers or maybe the manager switched to a different team. But it was a lot of consistency, I think, from the previous season. And I think at League One, you have 
maybe eight or eight or ten teams that are kind of established. You know what they're gonna. You can kind of know what to expect. And I think the rest of them, at this point, I, I don't think there's anyone you can really say is a is a hot garbage man. Hot garbage or anything. I just Benfica was. A, a bad team for the first three game days, and then beat on. They managed to left, beat on, took over, and all of a sudden it's a team that gets promoted. You know, teams are just going to come out of nowhere in in League One and League Two, and there's good. So there's probably going to be at least one or two of the teams that we haven't really mentioned. It's not that we're disrespecting you guys, but one or two of you guys are probably going to really surprise us and impress us, and it's just that we don't really know you yet. So, but now it's a chance. The season starting on Sunday. Make sure we talk about you. Impress. You'll be covered. Yeah. Impress us. Impress on the field. You'll be covered. I think PSV is maybe one of those teams to look out for too. I know ending the season last season they ended off pretty strong. Um, their roster doesn't look a little small, but that's my concern with them is because I know I know they got a couple of really solid guys. Just got to have the full elevens. You got to have a little bit of depth on top of that to really yeah. compete for promotion. Um, I don't know if he already has them and maybe hasn't signed them yet, but. Yeah. I'm sure in a week, I'm, or even that, once this gets published, I'm going to get some heat from some people. But in a week, we, all of us could look really stupid for some of the things we've said tonight. So We could. Yeah. The one thing I want to say, though, going forward, my team, Napoli, if you call for 10 minutes, when 10 minutes comes, oh I'm God. sending – No, this needs to be said. I'm sending my invites and recording them, all right? After I get the three, I'm going on to my next match. I'm just letting that be known. If you play us, I'm going to have a strict 10-minute policy. That's it. Going forward. Thank you. All right, Benito. Any more thoughts on League One this season? Um, I'm curious to see how it follows up last season, because last season was definitely the best League One season we've had. And while the teams that got promoted, I think, were really good and will do well in Super League, I, I, I think this season could be just as good top to bottom. Yeah, I think it's going to be better myself. I really do. I think it's just going to be better with all the guys dropping. Super League and the attention on it. Seeing a couple of the S1 teams have just been like, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be the most difficult season in Super League and League One, in my opinion. I think it's gonna be a very difficult year. Well, that's what I find. Hopefully, it'll be fun, especially when cups come around. It's gonna be up to what. Oh yeah. When the team is be playing better, I mean, of course, it's always like that, but it's not gonna be. I feel like as simple as. Most likely, the Super League team is going to win just because they're on "quote unquote" supposed to be a better team. I would love to see more of the lower teams getting through and making these like like what happened last night in the preseason cup, where two of the semifinalists were, I think, five of the quarter finalists were from League One, four or five, and then two of the semifinalists and one of the finalists were all from League One. But like last year, I know in the Royal Cup, out of the teams that got to the round of sixteen, there were only two teams from League One. Everyone else was a Super League team, so. One league, two teams, cups. That's your chance. Like, make it count. Yeah, league one would definitely be good. I know I'll definitely be keeping up. It'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Move on to league two. So, I don't think anyone here is really a bit of an expert. I don't even know if you really know your competition yet. Um, but just from maybe playing a couple of those teams or looking at their rosters and building yours, what are your kind of thoughts so far on how it's going to go? Uh, the league, uh, league two is a uh, is the like new one, and pretty much there's going to be new teams about. And I reckon there's I've already seen a couple couple of teams that have a full team, and I'm pretty pretty much scared already about them. 
but I'm looking forward to it. I just threw up on the carpet, guys. Um, Are you a cat? No, <laughs> I t- took the shot that I should have taken. Give me five minutes. Uh, I think this should be discussed because uh, everyone's been complaining about it. And I'm air quoting this, the goal kick glitch, as they all say, even though it's a rule in okay. soccer. The one thing I understand is it's a rule in soccer, but the game, it's more of an exploit that – because what goalie is going to be able to kick that far consistently? That's, I mean, I understand that it's a, it's no, there's no offsides on goal kicks in soccer, but, I mean, my personally, I don't care if a team does it against me because the only thing that's going to make my team to do is pay attention on defense and drop instead of sitting there and lollygagging and not paying attention. It's gonna, teams that are going to be aware of it are going to be able to take advantage of it and have the upper hand. That's what separates the best from the worst. You gotta have your defender exactly. ready to go. And PCN, I feel like it's not as you. It's not, we're not really playing a true style of soccer or football. We're playing how FIFA is, and that's how competitive FIFA is. You're not. You don't try to replicate how other teams play in real. Like you need to play the way that this game works and ways you can take advantage of how everything works in the game. All, all it is really is a big lump up up pitch, and then. A player could go one on one and score easy. What I've seen when I've been playing in like you know seasons game divisions games is like the teams that have more may just exploit it. But when what I saw last night when I was watching a lot of the streams is when teams were trying it, it wasn't working because the other team was just putting a few guys back in defense. They were marking it up, and then it's just a longer kick, but it's not like this super cheesy. Even if you don't have a full like back line, as long as you're putting players back there. And you're aware of what of that it's happening. It's not impossible to stop. And the thing is, I think when we were playing, I think it was Monaco. We tried it. We and we hit it long, and they won the header. And then they went on a counterattack because our team wasn't ready for anything to be countered from that. So if you can win a header there, and your team uh, defensively after the kick is not paying attention, you're going to be possibly countered there. And that's something that teams are going to take advantage of if you're not paying attention defensively after the kick. Yeah, so hopefully it won't become a big issue. It's the beginning of the new FIFA cycle, and so there's going to be other things that maybe aren't glitches per se or some controversy yet, but like there's going to be something in two or three weeks that we're all talking about that's happening in games or that's happening with friendlies. And So my biggest thing with everyone so far to start the season and just going forward is just bear with each other, and if there are issues going on, like try to work it out and just... Just try to get along and make the season as easy for each other as possible because then we'll all have fun, we'll all enjoy it, and, you know, it'll be the best season yet. So that's all I got. Thanks for coming on, all of you guys. There's no final thoughts? I guess we are. Oh, uh, uh, just make sure you make use of Furoshi's present. The gift. <laughs> yes. Best of luck to everyone this season. Uh, Absolutely. I'll see you Sunday, AJ. Well, that's all we got time for this week. Stay tuned. Good luck in your games this week, everyone, and we'll see you here next week.